Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. So a lot of you listeners often ask what my background is, and if you tune in frequently to the podcast, I do talk about it. For those that don't know, I run a marketing company called Bash Solutions, which specializes in custom websites, content creation, and consulting based up here in cold and snowy Rochester, New York. With clients in the wrestling world alone, ranging from Cal Sanderson and Jordan Burroughs to the Nittany Line Wrestling Club and Helen Maroulis, we've been busy over the past decade proving why we're the best and earning trust all throughout the U.S., And we're not limited to wrestling by any means. We help businesses of all shapes and sizes from barbecue and butcher shops in Arizona like Snowflake Smokehouse to the largest Chevy dealership in the world right here in Rochester, New York, Bob Johnson, and everyone in between. Whether it's building a new custom website or implementing new digital strategies to streamline your business, Bash Solutions is trusted by businesses and brands across the country for a reason. You can learn more about Bash Solutions by visiting BashSolutions.com or head over to Facebook or Instagram Search Bash Solutions to see what we're up to. All right. Brew some coffee. Pour a cup. It's time for some more coffee talk. It's Bashomania! Let me tell you something, brother. He gave us everything he had in him tonight. What you gonna do? What Bashomania runs wild? Oh, it's gonna be a good one. Business just picked up here on the podcast. Oh, yeah. This is the first coffee talk in the new house here. Beautiful. I don't recognize the bat. Yeah, the bash mania sign's got to go up shelves. I'm just at a different angle in my room right now. Okay, that's the yeah. other wall we don't normally see. <laughs> yeah, just a, just a different angle. Actually, now that I recognize mm-hmm. it, I see it because the shoe is like behind your head. So normally yep. you're that way. Shoes on the Stones book, the yep. uh, the, the bottle, bottle of wine. wine that's been there for months. <laughs> yeah, that'll yep. probably stay there after uh, after wrestling. After wrestling, yep. but then I mean, even after wrestling, you might fight. So then what? Mm-hmm. With fighting, do you? Well, we're gonna drink... take a little break. Okay, so it'll be like drink wine for a little bit, then yes, then yeah, <laughs> assess yeah. the fight scene. Right. So it was a, it was a crazy week for wrestling. I'm really glad that like, we were just talking, like doing an episode. There's should I, should I talk about what got us on the episode? Yeah, you might as well. <laughs> All right. So I uh, I'm currently going through trying to buy a house. How'd the call I mean, go, by the way? Yeah, it was all right. Um, okay. We we got some work to do. Okay. But um, anyway, so open my computer and it's just super easy to do everything on my phone nowadays. Right. <laughs> so I just use my phone for everything. I opened my computer and it was just on Zoom still from the last time we recorded and I was Which like, oh, three man. weeks ago, I think. Yeah. Yeah. I was, like, <laughs> I was like, I was like, oh, man, I was like, it would be kind of cool if we just did an impromptu episode right now. And it's so. funny because there's so much to what I want to do. Thank you. This is actually a little bit of pre-workout. I'm just drinking. Nice. I went to breakfast this morning. Diner had the diner coffee this morning. By the way, coffee talk mug. If you're watching this on video on Rockfin, you can see the coffee talk mug. You can get them at bashmania.com. Buy the mug. 
support Chendo's dreams. <laughs> support our dreams. Yeah, support our dreams. But nobody really cares about my dreams. Like I, I care, I care about your <laughs> I care about your dreams. <laughs> like you're pursuing something so worthwhile, like world gold, Olympic gold. I want to be an MMA champion. These I'm just like, yeah, I want to put some decks on the back of my house. <laughs> I also would like a house with a deck on the back, too. Yeah, so it's that's similar dream there. I love this house, although it's it's so interesting because we did just completely build the house on 11 acres. And right now it's just dirt outside. Everywhere nice. is dirt. It's, there's not nice. even grass yet. There's no deck. So like, I'm not used to something being so incomplete. And it's going to be so awesome when everything's done though. Yeah. It's going to be great. Hopefully by the time you come up here for a bills game, there'll be grass and decks. That's going to be fun. Yeah. We'll get it. Yeah. Uh, so wrestling this week, I mean, you competed this week. Two matches. By the way, so Nolf was on here last week, said right. you guys might run it back after the event. Did you guys wrestle? No. I, uh, no. <laughs> we did not <laughs> wrestle. Uh, I don't think either of us were in the mood. Um, and I don't know, just wearing tear, a little banged up, just wasn't, wasn't the right time. How do you feel now? That was the first time you wrestled two matches in a day in like a year, right? Yeah, since probably Big Tens. Um, I feel all right, you know. Just I have a few things here and there that I need to get worked out, but doing okay, though. How do you think the event went overall, not just from competing in it, but like being a part of it, kind of the behind-the-scenes look of the event? Uh, I thought it was pretty cool. I mean, I like that venue that they do it at. Um, Kind of sucked that Rockfin went down for a little bit, but... I know. I, other than that, I think it was great. Um. You know, getting pushed out like eight times in a match kind of sucks too. So, got to figure something Dake out. Is so, like, I don't. He's like transitioned to just completely defensive wrestling. Like, it looked he, like you were pushing was, the offense the entire time, and he's nah, he was like pushing wait, me around. It seems like he's waiting, like defensively. Like, I want to get a chest lock or I want this. It's so interesting to watch. Yeah, he's really good at just position, um, just staying in great position. You know, um. He, you know, just the way he wrestled me, just the way he positioned and angled his body just gave me, you know, a very hard time circling back in. Um, yeah, I think it he's was a, a good. He, I wouldn't say it's completely defensive, but just because you're not shooting doesn't make. You yeah, super no, it's just it looks more defensive just for me watching it. And mm -hmm. also, like, I, I, I think in my mind, I villainized Dake because of my relationship with you and Burroughs and other guys. A lot of people do. Yeah. That it's like, you know, it, it's frustrating to see. But but then how did you feel about the second match? Because with, with Javon. <laughs> but, you, but you looked good. Like, what did you care what the score was? Like, 8-3 or something? Yeah, I mean, you know, I just uh, wanted to make sure. I was just kind of tired. So I just wanted to make sure I stayed sound. Didn't really give up much. Almost, you know, I got put on my back for a second there. I put myself on my back. Um yeah, I mean, it was it was good just to get a second match in for sure, but I don't know. It was it was a weird feeling. Sometimes I think like I'm your biggest fan, but then I realize that Jeff Byers is your biggest fan because <laughs> the oh. way he talks about you, like I love, it. I'm like, yeah, Jeff, get it. Like you say, like Chenzo is so early into his career, he's so young in his career. He's these matches are so good for him. His future is so freaking bright. Like you just. He's like so excited. I feed off that. I love it. Yeah, I mean, 
it sounds good whenever you're like, yeah, like he's young and he has a bright future. Whenever I'm really, you know, I'm 24. It's not like I'm like, <laughs> it's not like I'm like 21 or anything like that. You know, 24 and my body hurts. So, and he's also like primarily college guy. Like he he announces mm-hmm. for Penn State, so he's used to seeing even younger guys. So to say like, you're <laughs> yeah. still young, like, yeah. In his eyes, you're the older group of guys. Like you're the ones like, okay, I'm not calling his college matches no more. Next right. age group. He's so young. His future's so bright in the freestyle scene. Hey, maybe. But yeah, that was a that was a fun event to watch. Loaded card. Um, if you had to say stock up or stock down, <sighs> this is a this is completely like we did this episode without any thinking, any planning. Right. So for those listening, like bear with us because it wasn't. We talked like literally the last time we were on here about uh-huh. how much prep goes into this and how much there is to do. We did none of that. This and we just, week. yeah, we were just like, let's wing it. Let's just start, you know, shooting shit. Um, I mean, it's it's hard to you know say stock up after an event like that because what Kyle Snyder looked great. Like, how does Kyle Snyder's stock go up? I know that's yeah, that's you the know, tough part with stock up and down for maybe, me. It's like, like. You know, Dake beat up me and beat Nolf. Like, his stock can't go up any higher. So let me um, ask you this about a couple of the guys, and you tell me what you think. Right. So, like, I don't think, like, Gilman got stuck on a gut. Like, that I don't think is anything he got, for Zach Yeah, he got Saunders. stepped over. Um, two guys, Gabe Dean just continues to wow He looked me. good. He looked good. I will say that. Gabe Dean. That's who like, I was going to say. Yeah, Gabe Dean for me, like... And Max Dean, too, man. Yeah, Max uh, beat Nate Jackson and Criteria. Gabe beat yeah. Bo, 3-2. Like, and to see both of them at the last chance is going to be wild. What if they wrestle? It, I mean, it's very likely. Which, by the way, I'm, like, trying we, not to be too hard on USA Wrestling, but I'm not happy that we still have no plans for the last chance. I'm ready to rock. It's happening, tell, but tell there's, me what like... Where. So I think it's going to be the weekend before the trials in Texas, because in the last episode, Seth Gross came on and he said, like, apparently the trials allegedly, I think this is what he said. I don't want to misquote him, that if you're wrestling in the event, you have to be in Texas on Tuesday. So if you compete in the last chance and win, you don't have time to fly home to fly back a day or two later. It's like last chance in Texas, you win. You hang out for two days and then you start either the quarantine, the training, whatever. So it sounds like they're going to be in Texas, same place as the trials. But USA Wrestling has said nothing. Yeah, I I don't understand that. I mean, you know, it's it's going to be up coming up here soon. It's going to be within the next month. So literally uh, within a month. And there's no way that they just don't have any idea when and where it is. Yeah, everything I've heard is we don't know fans. We don't know venue because supposedly they're doing a smaller venue because these cities like Texas that are wide open right now, Mm -hmm. everybody wants to go there. So I think it's about securing the venue. But like, come on, we're less than 30 days out. Um, Back to the event, though. So Gilman, I think it was unfortunately got got caught. Turn it right around, though. 11-0 Tech right after that. Love to see that after something. A match doesn't go your way. Um, there was another one. Vito Ruja looked good, but he, he always looks good. Th- this was an interesting event. Stock him, stock down. I don't know. 
I, if anybody, I would say Gabe Dean and Max Dean both really impressed me. Like, yeah, I mean, other than that, I think it kind of just you know went chalk. Yeah, I mean, about what you would expect. So, yeah, still some still some good wrestling though. Awesome wrestling. Great to see some of these guys. Like even Gabe Dean. Like that match with Snyder obviously didn't go his way. He lost thirteen two. But yeah. to win a big match, to wrestle a guy like Bo, and then go wrestle a guy a weight up like Snyder, Olympic world champ. Right. That's no easy feat, but it's good yeah. to see the matches. I agree. And then the, the PRTC card in the Wisconsin RTC card. Didn't wa- didn't watch either. I, I didn't really watch. You know, I'm happy for them that they're doing the cards. Like if you're a Wisconsin fan, you're like the PRTC event, I think it was more U23 and high school matches. I, I, I do ha- I them. I do have something to say about the PRTC event. Let's hear it. Um not from this one but i actually talked to at least one other athlete on the first prtc card and they were um there's something up with you know you can't promise an athlete a certain amount of money and then say that they're making you know the most amount of money and then it comes out that other athletes are making more or something like that yeah so that kind of happened to I know a couple people on the pen card that they were told that they were getting more money than whoever else, or that they were making the most money out of the event. And that just wasn't the case. So wow. yeah. Um, makes me kind of look at that a little differently now, but yeah, I think it's going to be knows? one of those. Yeah. yeah. I think it's one of those things too. Like, you know, you had mentioned even before, I think when maybe Sarah was on this podcast, that you were doing it to get a match right you know and money wasn't your primary focus and i'm Mm -hmm. sure other people same thing but i think as you start these really there's a learning curve to doing these events as both an event organizer as an athlete as a coach as whoever even for me like i went down to the first one to commentate or to you know to ask questions and and to be involved learning experience for me so i think it's definitely going to be working out kinks whether it's and i have no clue about that Cause I've heard different people making different things. And like, there's wrestlers that will DM me. Like, do you know how much so-and-so got, do you know how much so-and-so got? I'm like, Nope. You know? So yeah, it's, that's not good, but yeah. I mean, and I don't, you know, I'm not the person that runs around and tells people how much money I, yeah. but somebody actually messaged me and asked, and they're like, well, I got paid this much. I was told I was the highest athlete paid there. And then someone got paid this much, which was way more than <laughs> even I got. So I was like, okay. I was like, what's up with that? So. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. I was wondering that with the NWC card, even like, I know there's been guys, not an NWC card, but just cards in general that either. And we've talked about it before that like, won't do it unless it's X amount of money. So I don't know if that's like, I wonder too, like not to defend anybody, but I wonder if like the money changed, like, We'll just use flat amounts. Hey, I'm going to give you $1,000. not giving anybody else more than $1,000. And then they offer somebody else 1000 after, and they like turn right. it down. Like, we really want you. We need you. We'll give you 2000 So maybe it changed after. Sure. You know, I don't know. But I think there's going to be kinks to work out. I definitely think if you're doing that intentionally, that's wrong. You definitely can't do that. It's kind of messed up. Yeah. Nah, can't do that. I mean, you can, but. Yeah, but but if you do that, we'll messed up though. But athletes are going to talk, and you're going to have a hard time booking third, fourth. Yeah, fifth cards. we're we're gonna we're gonna find out. Yeah, like just like we did. So, yeah, 
Yeah, and that didn't take long. That was no, <laughs> a couple no. of weeks ago. And wrestlers, wrestlers generally pretty tight knit. Yeah, very tight knit and very. I don't want to use the word nosy, but they they want to know things. Like they want to. Oh yeah. They want to oh, yeah. like. They want to know every angle, and they want to try to like analyze. Like wrestlers talk a lot because I get wrestlers that ask me if I know something about so and so, and. I'm just like, listen, I don't know anything about anything. If you want to know something, ask the, ask the end person. That's what I always say, too. So, yeah, good week of freestyle wrestling. Um, Ooh, I have one thing. Okay. Big Big Greg is back. So that's where I was going. Yeah. So Penn State blanked Maryland 44 nothing. which, which and, and this is perfect because I actually wanted to talk to you about this after the duel. couple things. Number one, I stand by what I said. Aaron Brooks and Carter Storaki are my favorite one-two punch in college wrestling right now. Me too. They remind me of the Bash Brothers in the Mighty Ducks movie. Like, just that instant energy. I'm excited. And I love Penn State up and down. Like, if you take two guys like RBY and Nick Lee back-to-back, like, there's so many studs. But mm. there's just something about those two right now that is my favorite one-two punch. And obviously, Kirk debuting, like, there's a whole Bash Mania graphic just for it. Like, Kirk has debuted. Yeah. And even though it's Maryland, which I want to talk about in a second, a pin in a minute 11 and a pin in a minute 12. He's just the man. Just throwing cradles on top. I love it. I mean, those were um, good matches to come back for. Yeah. But it's it's gonna get a lot tougher for him coming up in a couple of weeks at Big Tens. That's a crazy weight class. Big Big Tens is gonna be wild. We'll talk about that too. Uh, so what I want to ask you, if you're okay, so actually two different things. One about Kirk. If you're Kirk and you're just coming off an injury, you're just getting back. Do you think the Kirk we see at Big Tens and NCAA's is like Kirk 100% ready to go, or do you think it's gonna be a thing where like? I don't ever like to take anything away from wrestlers. Like, let's say Gable goes out there and beats Kirk, beats Mason Paris. I, I'm not going to be the guy that's going to sit back and say, well, Kirk was only 80%, like a lot of fans mm-hmm. will do. Like, right. where do you think Kirk is going to be at for this? I true, I truthfully have no idea. Um, I think he'll be as close to 100 as, you know, as he can get to. Um, I don't think I, he would have came out if he wasn't like. Right. Yeah. No, he's I'm saying physically now he's fine. Um, just, you know, is he going to be able to get all of his weight back on? Is he going to, is his conditioning going to be good? We'll find out. We'll find out. And, um, you know, Greg's a pretty, you know, pretty committed, you know, hard, you know, works his butt off guy. So I, uh, I think he's going to be good to go. Yeah. I'm excited. It's in, as soon as I, I don't know if this was like calculated to be, but as soon as I saw he was wrestling first, and then I realized there's a 285 extra match. I said, whoa, he's going to have two matches. He's going to get his minimum number of matches in so that he can qualify for NCAAs. I love the direction where this is going. So mm-hmm. I was so pumped to, to see him out. For me, it felt like a Monday Night Raw, WWF, old school, like Monday night, 8 o'clock, and all of a sudden here comes. Because we don't ever get Monday Night Wrestling on the no. college scene or, or freestyle nothing. Mm-hmm. And this was like WWE and WCW because it was or like Raw and SmackDown, whatever, because it was Monday, Tuesday, Monday, college, Tuesday, freestyle. So that was fun. What I want to ask you, I was getting some blowback because I'm a PSU homer. 
I make no bones about it. But I'm getting like blowback on Insta and Twitter. Like, well, it's Maryland. What do you expect? Who cares? So Maryland is still a D1 school and they're still a Big Ten school. But what I'm yeah. curious, <laughs> I don't think they should be in the Big Ten. That I, I, they get pretty they get beat up in the Big Ten. I mean, I don't want to say I feel bad for them, but like, no, I don't feel bad for them. But I, I think Big Ten should be like. I don't know. I think feel like you should earn a spot in the Big Ten. I would love to see Maryland and somebody swap. Well, you could tell like some of their guys were like one and three and they were still good. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's just like that Big Ten schedule. Like you're not you don't really get any matches off. Yeah. And I, I don't think Maryland is like, you know, the worst team in NCAA or like a terrible team. It's just look at who they've been wrestling. Correct. So let me ask you this. If you were brought in to coach Maryland, what would you do? Like just looking at it from the surface without putting together a lot of like analysis and plans. Like what do you think you would do to try to help turn the team around? Because like you said, it's not that they're necessarily terrible wrestlers. They're D1 Big Ten wrestlers. The problem, like you said, is it's a relentless schedule. It's a Big Ten schedule. Yeah, I mean, you have to try to inspire a winning attitude and whatever that is. I, I, I'm not a Division One coach. Um, I don't really know. Um, you know, I learn a lot from our coaches and things like that, too. But you got to, you know, first thing that has to happen there is the attitude has. I, I don't I'm not saying they have a bad attitude or anything yeah. like that, but you have to want to win. You have to know that you want to win, too. And just you can tell by the way certain guys wrestle and things like that some guys want to win way more than others yeah and um just having like that attitude for a team pretty much just like that aura you know penn state you see it with penn state and iowa a lot right just like camaraderie within guys and just everyone's pretty much on the same page because we want to win yeah and um i think that sort of attitude could help a program like maryland a lot i think penn state and maybe it's because I follow the most wrestlers at Penn State than other teams, but the the fellowship between wrestlers at Penn State, I don't see anything like that anywhere else. Like one of you guys will compete or have a match announcement or something or win Big Ten Wrestler of the Week, and I'll go through like 10 stories, and mm. 10 stories in a row are like Carter, Big Ten. Carter, Carter, Star- Carter, <laughs> like, Starachi. First, Rashi, Big Ten athlete of the week. And I, and I love that. Like, I love when people give each other props. And I think it can be hard when if somebody it can be hard to always root for somebody just out of the blue, like publicly. You don't want to seem like a fanboy well, when they're wearing blue. It's way easier to root for them out of the blue. Wow, that's that's going to go on a T-shirt. It, it could. Yeah. <laughs> That that needs going on a t-shirt, but yeah, like the fellowship is so it, it's it's obvious to watch, and that's that I don't know. I'm not saying Maryland lacks that. I saw Shane Sparks. I gotta have Shane on the podcast. I I think we should have Shane Sparks on also. Um, but I'm not singling out Maryland either. I'm saying a lot, a Same. lot, a lot of programs. Yeah, and I only bring up Maryland because I got pushback on mm. like you know. He got two pins or Penn State goes out and blanks somebody like, well, it's Maryland. What do you expect? Well, yeah, I get it. But like they're still Big Ten D1 wrestlers and maybe they shouldn't be Big Ten. 
because maybe the Big Ten schedule is just too too hard for a program like that. I don't have the answers. I know as a fan, it's definitely not like if if Penn State's competing, it's not Maryland duel that I'm excited for. Right. It's like you know, it's like when and I I love when Penn State wrestles. Like if Penn State's wrestling Buffalo, I love it. Right. But still, so yeah. In in speaking of Big Tens, this is just I put a poll out yesterday or two days ago. I don't know if you saw it. Penn State has zero guys ranked number one right now. I don't just remember how, just the, how we like it. I don't remember the last time that was the case where literally and, and I think part of it is because of the schedule this year, like Penn State and Iowa didn't get to wrestle. So there like there wasn't tournaments and stuff. So some of it is just by default, like some guys just haven't been able to wrestle the default number ones. Right. So I put up a poll and said Penn State has zero guys ranked number one. How many Big Ten champions do you th- or how many NCAA champions do you think they'll have this year? And my poll responses were like, I put four things in there. It was like none, one, two, or three plus. And I said, give me the odds in three plus. <laughs> yeah, I mean, why not? I'm I'm not gonna give you a number right now or anything like that, but I definitely think it's more than zero. Yeah, a hundred percent. I mean, the last time Cal didn't have an NCAA champ was 2010. That was his only year at Penn State, his first year there. Since then, it's been so it's been a bit. Yeah, it's been a decade. <laughs> it's been it's been, a, it's been a little bit. Yeah, I mean, I'm gonna go with the. They have some good wrestlers, man. You cut. I'm excited for this over team. Three. I I think they have a really good shot still. You cut. Oh, out. I'm I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say that, but I would like to. I see just didn't it. hear what you said. Oh, I said over zero at least. Okay, yeah. Sure. No, yeah. I, I. That's why I said give me the odds on three plus because if you look at the guys like mm-hmm. it, that roster from top to bottom is filled with guys who can get it done. If you're talking Aaron Brooks, if you're talking Nick Lee, so I looked at the lineup. And they have 10 ranked wrestlers. Whenever I was on the team, they, we never had 10, 10 ranked wrestlers. Really? Yeah, never. Five national champs, but you didn't have 10 guys? No, we had like eight. Because 25? Uh, Seriano was hurt the year we won five. So, yeah, 25, 33. Um, yeah. Wow. But if you look at any any school that's like who performs the best – at NCAA's last decade, it's Penn State. Really? Like, if you... I always think that Penn State shows up, and I'm just a Penn State fan. <laughs> I don't know much about Penn State. But yeah, no, you can, you, can look at, you can look at numbers and statistics that will prove that to you also. <laughs> I, don't, right. I, don't, I, don't, I don't know them off the top of my head, but you can find them. Somewhere. Yeah, they're... <laughs> uh, what's his name? Where's the stat guy? <laughs> oh, we need it. We need to get Tom on here. Jeez, yeah. We talked about that briefly. Yeah, oh, we need he, to bring him back. Did he do the uh, Kassar stat analysis? He said he was on it. I'll text him and ask him. All right, because we need to get him yeah. and Kassar back on for the conclusion of that. I'm sure he did it and probably just never sent it to me. But if and if he hadn't done it, it would take him like an hour. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be really quick, right? Yeah, like he's he's a whiz. He. He got it down. What are your thoughts on Big Ten's no fans this year? Big Ten's was the last tournament I was at with fans, and that was an experience like no other. It's in State College, right? Yeah, Bryce Jordan Center. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. I mean, wrestling without fans is weird. Um, 
I don't know. Like everyone's probably so used to it by now, though. Like we've done it enough, but especially even, the college guys. Yeah, I guess they've been wrestling some duels. I feel bad because like the crowd always brings an added element to it. Mm-hmm. Like the way the Jersey crowd last year at Big Ten was going nuts for Rivera was wild. It was kind of sick. <laughs> like that was just wild. <laughs> it was, it was kind of sick, especially since he wrestled at Northwestern still. Yeah. <laughs> he yeah. was like, those are the moments that I feel bad that the wrestlers aren't going to have this year. Like, especially being at Penn State, like there, there's going to be some upsets that happen and yeah. Penn State is going to be on the, the winning end of those upsets, I think. And to not have the crowd there is going to kind of stink. Yeah. Oh, yeah, having the Penn State crowd at big times would be very cool. But well, it's, and- just, it's just another one of those things that, yeah, it would be great, but it doesn't matter. Yeah, I'm so glad the Olympic trials. I'm glad the Olympic trials are going to be Penn State in three years when there's fans. Yeah, that would be cool. That's I at first I was like bummed because Texas is, you know, like three hours of flying versus Penn State's three hours of driving. Yeah, but, I mean, and if it was here, that would just be easier for us also. Yeah, <laughs> some home field advantage, which hopefully home field advantage is going to be in play for Big Tens. Oh, yeah. um, I don't really want to get in. I'm not a seeding guy. Neither are you. Like, nope. seeds don't really matter. But there are, like, as I started looking at what the brackets could potentially be, they did get me even more excited for, like, Big Tens. Like, Nick Lee could potentially have... I think it was like maybe I can't remember. Was it Ironman in the semis or no Ironman in the, I don't know it, whatever it was. It was interesting. Like there's going to be some good matches. I can't wait for that. Top three at 141. Really good. The top three in a lot of weights, except for maybe like 125. <sighs> it's just stupid. 125 is just like stupid. It's Spencer Lee and everybody else. And it's, it's going to be good. Um, who's the 141? I'm forgetting. So it's Rivera, Ironman, Nick Lee. Yeah. So if the those three, those three are all really good. So if, and if the seeds play out that way, Nick Lee and Ironman could be a semi, and then Nick Lee Seabass finals. It's wild. Could be. Big That's going to be what weight at Big Tens are you most excited for? You could probably 141. Um 141, 174. Oh, probably 41 or 74. Um just because those are two guys from our team that I'm excited to watch, and they're both really competitive in the Big Ten. I don't know. Rankings rankings don't matter, but Aaron Brooks is ranked like fourth right now. So behind who? So these are the flow rankings as of right now. Hunter Bolin one. Trent Hoagie. Two, Ludi Perez three, Brooks four. Okay. So in in those that's fair. I mean, he hasn't beaten any of those guys. He hasn't got a chance to wrestle them. Even though he's the reigning Big Ten champ. Yeah, I mean that should count for something, but (laughs) you would think it doesn't matter. I I think it makes it that much more exciting. But like, so what happens though? I mean. He can't jump any of those guys technically, right? Because right. So he'll just get the if he wins Big Tens, he'll just slap a number four by him at NCAs. <laughs> Potentially. 
Th- this fine. year is just so wild. That's fine. If you had to pick someone at Big Tens from Penn State who's going to be like shock people, which is hard to do if you're a Penn State wrestler because right. you're you're expected to win. Like a Penn State guy wins, it's like of course they did. But if you had to pick someone who you think is going to shock people, biggest shock level, who would you think? Um, I got to go with the 157 pounder. Really, Brady Bergdog. Oh yeah, I what? I would love to see that. Have you see, have you seen him when he decides to try? Yeah, there's a lot of times I feel like he's being very mechanical and he does like he's very good when he's just mechanical and reserved. But when, when he, he lets it fly, when he lets it fly, he's a killer. He's on a different level. And and yeah. his, his weight in NCAAs is going to be stacked. I mean, Ryan Deacon, Hayden, David Carr, Caleb is Young. De- is Deacon back wrestling? Yeah. Nice. I that'll believe be, he wrestled last week. And that'll be awesome for Brady if he can get a shot at him at Big Tens, too. But, yeah. you know, there's other good guys there. We got Brayton Lee and Caleb Young. So, yeah, I, yeah. I'm excited for him. Big Tens is going to be really fun. It's going to be kind of hard to pay attention to because my sister, my sister-in-law sadly chose March 6th as her wedding date unbelievable <laughs> so and when i first <laughs> are you serious i'm trying to watch big 10 wrestling and and back when she announced it i was still hopeful there was gonna be fans and so and there was like a family group chat and i'm like i can't be there can't She's come. like, why i said i'm at penn state for the big tens like i'm sorry i'll zoom in or something mm. <laughs> but like covid covid i yeah, can't be there covid <laughs> i can't do covid covid i'm gonna give her like a I'm going to give her like a fake positive COVID test to say, sorry, I can't come to the wedding. I don't know how mad my just, wife would be. Just but. go, just go get tested a few times. Like one of them will come back positive at least. So exactly one, you'll have, we'll have one false positive. And right. then even for NCAAs. So I got a media credential again, but they gave me a virtual one. <laughs> 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 so like, how does that work? So apparently there's going to be like Zoom press conferences after matches and stuff. And I told the guy that I deal with NCAA, I'm like, look at like, I'm not a guy who does post match. Well, I guess after some of one, I did do post matches. Like the podcast isn't a post match. Like I'm not writing an article based on a response in a post match interview. Like right. I want storylines. I want to talk in the morning. Like I, I want to be there and interact however we can. Like, so I don't know. So I guess because I have a virtual credential, I'm probably not going. Um, I would say not. No. So ironically, we have a wedding in Miami on Sunday. So I'm going to fly into Miami like Wednesday. And just kind of camp out, set up an NCAA watch hotel party, maybe by the beach, maybe by the pool. I don't know. On on the beach. Yeah. On the beach. Yeah. Maybe get a cabana. So like I need shade. Mm. Mm-hmm. Right. The iPad and laptop. Right. So, yeah. My NCAA viewing party this year is going to be. That sounds um, pretty sick. Yeah. I, it would be funny if I asked questions <laughs> on the beach. I don't know if with Zoom, I don't know how these post match Zoom things are going to go. Like, but if they can see me, how hilarious would it be if I'm asking a question? Like, you see the beach in the background. <laughs> it was me. If it was me answering questions and I got to pick who I would only pick the guy that was at the beach. So 
And, and I like I hope NCAA wouldn't like frown upon me like I'm not taking it seriously. I do think it'd be funny. Like, listen, you said it's virtual. You said we can't be there. Like, I'll gladly. I don't think there's like digital rules to presentation. Like, what do you want me to do? No, I think I think you'll be all right. They they actually I don't think they care that much. We um we did like a little promo. I think it was like my sophomore year. Um, and they did look just like a little mini interview with us before and they had you know all all five of us that won my freshman year yeah that were coming back they just ha- did like a little you know like video interview and we all had our warm-ups on except for me i was wearing a david bowie t-shirt <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh, they don't really care that much <laughs> so that- yeah that that'll be fun like if i can ask questions I, i'm not even like again i'm not the big post-match guy like i don't want to ask the same questions everybody else asks like this is a podcast if i could if i think of a cool article like i'll definitely utilize it like to ask a question but i would probably more be like somebody who knows me because i think it'd be you're going to like relate a little bit more you're going to understand a little more it's not just some random person if you're if you know the intent so i'm definitely not going to ncaa's this year which is disappointing but we're going to see the virtual, you know, it'd be hilarious is if we get you to Miami <laughs> or you ask the question like, all right, Justin Vashincenzo here from Coffee Talk. Uh, Roman, you scored 19 points in that match. Why did you not get 20? <laughs> like, yeah, well, he was trying, he was trying to jump over the guy for the last minute. So he couldn't get that last, uh, that last take. I love that kid. 50 points in two matches for his 50th Penn State win. That's awesome. Like 26 points and 24 points. That's sweet. The only thing better is listening to Shane Sparks commentate it. <laughs> I like <laughs> Shane kills me. I texted him this morning like Shane, you got to come on the podcast. Like he that would called be me a couple weeks ago because he there's some potential business that could be done. So we were on the phone for like literally 3 minutes talking about that and then about 45 minutes talking wrestling. Yeah, and Shane on a phone call or even Shane in person. When you talk to him, he's exactly how he commentates like that high level energy, that excitement. He talks like he's commentating. That's all. That's all time. That's uh, if I ever need to pick me up or a boost. Oh, he's the best. I'm going to get I'm going to give him a call. <laughs> yeah, that's so. Yeah. So I'm out for NCAA's Big Tens. I, I'm not even going to try to bother with. I'm just going to enjoy that from home. Maybe yeah, me too. Maybe I'll show my face at the venue. Yeah, so, like I feel like you might be able to like help out, so you can definitely like. Maybe I can win my first Big Ten title too. <laughs> <laughs> it's you enter unattached. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if they let me, that'd be wild. Unattached in the Big Ten. Could you ever yeah. see yourself uh, pulling a David Taylor? Could you see yourself pulling a David Taylor like entering the Southern Scuffler Midlands or something unattached? If if I was like cha- completely changing weight classes, then yeah, like going down a weight. Yeah, you would cut to go down. At this point in my life, I would go. <laughs> I would go down before I go up. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah. I don't know, but so, probably probably not though. I think I'm done with the folk style. Yeah. Wrestling. Collegiate wrestling is just a little different. That's another reason I want to have Shane on here. He's like the king of folk style. Like nobody's more excited about folk style than him. 
Like you just hear his passion for a, a good I love, turn. I, or, I love four and a half minutes of riding time <laughs> in a match. It's sick with no turns. I think that's what like good riding. Like when somebody like Zane's on top, it's very enjoyable to watch. But if it's just like a if random match, you're told. So, I I will say, me if if it's me in college on top, that's boring. I would just do the same breakdown over and over and over again. <laughs> well, that's why I say like it depends on like a good top wrestler is great to watch, but mm. everybody else, it's like not all right. This is and like they're the only good argument to the freestyle folk style debate on Twitter that I kind of provoked was I do agree that somebody was saying like folk style wrestling does help build character in life. Like I was a terrible wrestler, but when you're trying to get uh, off bottom and when you're like going through that, it's definitely like good life building, but for building like fans and wrestling, it, it's, it's not good. Yes. I, I have to agree with that. Get it. So I'm moving because I'm trying to get more coffee. Um, <laughs> no, having having to get out from bottom, especially when like just at practice or something like that, um, when you're wrestling a really good top wrestler like Zane or, you know, even Mark Hall, Jason Nolf, they were all good on top. It's like it sucks if you can, if you can't get out you need to freaking get tough because yeah if you, if you don't get tough you're gonna be on your and belly it does or your back build, it builds toughness it really for, does yeah you'll be there for a long time too right <laughs> yeah like in the practice room you'll like if kush cunningham grabs you after practice you're you're on bottom for an hour that i and what happens if you just like stop trying like you're like okay like why would you stop like, I, like i'm out of energy like it's an hour after practice. I'm <laughs> See you later. Like you're gone. <laughs> there's like there's no relenting, no nothing. No. Um. Hold on one second. If. Yeah, I I've yet to see, um, someone just blatantly just completely give up like without even trying like any more at all. Um, <laughs> I'm sure I'm sure it happens all the time, but. I don't know. I couldn't. If someone was like, or I mean, whenever I was going through that, like it would take a while, you know, I'd have to fight off my back if, here and there, but you get out though. You got to get out. Yeah. And, and I've, I've been in that room watching Casey just Cody's relentless too. Like I've seen Cody grab some guys and make them oh, Cody, for their lives. Cody's Cody's good too. Yeah. <laughs> Cody's one of the Casey two, two of the nicest humans on earth two of the last guys I want to grab me and just say, all right, let's go. <laughs> yeah. No, Casey's a, uh, that's a different animal. Yeah. Casey's another guy I, I really want on this podcast. I've texted him about it and he's like, yeah, we'll make it happen sometime. I'm just eh, like, <laughs> maybe, maybe it would be tough. It would be tough. But he's like one of my guys. Like I really, really wanted Cal to come on. Now that Cal came on, like I would say next, I want Casey. We'll we'll work on it. I'll, Casey I'll for work me on is a little bit for all time guest. I love my conversations with him. Yeah, like you can get lost in the conversation with Casey very easily. So, anyways, yeah, I'm excited for Big Tens. I'm excited for NCAA's last chance. Still no fans. I'm or still no plans. Um, fans. So I don't know. Like 
I really don't want to leave this house. Let me just finish building yeah. it. But I wouldn't necessarily mind going to Miami and then heading straight to Texas for a couple of weeks and like hanging out and working from Texas, just like live the Texas life for two weeks. Go to the last chance. Go to the trials. Do it up. You'll be seeing so, me then. Yeah, we got to see what uh what this fans and media thing looks like. Yeah. I had an opportunity to buy tickets and I passed. I won't say who, but a wrestler competing at the trials gave me their code for the pre-sale. Okay. And because apparently there was a pre-sale for lip, lip trial tickets are sold out. Yeah, there is a pre-sale for people that are qualified. So, it, so uh, here's and what happened was there was a pre-sale from the 22nd to the 26th. I want to say somebody gave me a code like that day and they're like, Hey, I really want you to be there. Like use this, use our athlete code. So I said, okay. So I go on and look at tickets. There's already like very, very few left. And I'm talking like early, early on to the pre-sale. So what I'm assuming happened is a lot of the wrestlers just started giving it out to everybody. Cause it sold out like during the pre-sale and there were parents that were pissed. Like, yeah, that's why I, mean, I I couldn't get any because I'm not qualified. So, which is nuts. I mean, it it is what it is. It makes sense. So it's almost, but like basically, what they're saying is anyone from the last chance will not be able to buy tickets for the Olympic trials. Correct. So the only yeah, so I, which like that stinks because in 2016, Frank Molinaro and Jaden Cox, both nine seeds, made an unbelievable run, made an Olympic team. Mm-hmm. If that happens now. And somebody goes on a run. Gabe Dean goes on a run. Somebody from the last chance goes on a run. And now your family can't be there. That's just wild to me. It is what it is like. Yeah, I mean, that's what it seems like. I don't. It is, but it's unfortunate. Apparently, there was still like 5,000 tickets. So. I don't know how it works. Either, I don't know so. how they sold. There was like 4,900 or something like that. So they definitely, they sold through in no time. So, I mean, I appreciate getting the athlete code. Once I was in there, I'm like, there's no tickets in here. I'm not going to, I'm not buying any. Like if I can go on a media credential, I'll go. I don't want to take two people's tickets. There's, like, what, a, there's, what a noble move. It's just, I, I saw how many were left and I'm like, this stinks. Like, and I saw people on Twitter complaining, like, I'll do anything for, for him. I'll do anything. What I did think about doing <laughs> was I had two in my cart that I was going to buy to give away. Could have given him away on Bash Mania. That's, that's what I was thinking. <sighs> next time. Next time there's it, Olympic trials. It's still, which will be in Penn State. <laughs> right. It's, it's still not stuff. too late that if I do, I tickets are on the resale market. I still may buy two just to give away. Like I got to see what the what the demand is like and what we could do with the giveaway to make it cool. Um, did they um did they announce friends like family passes for NCAs? Not that I've heard. No. Okay. I think it was like two people per wrestler, maybe. Interesting. I think kind of stinks. it's better than nobody. But yeah. By the way, I also um. I emailed Bajrang about coming on the podcast. Mm. He said he would, but Let's go. English is going to be a problem because he's not fluent yet. Okay. So I don't know if I should offer to have a interpreter on. Like, do you think that would take away? 
Um, no, I say we do it. I think it'd be fun. Like, I think I want to respond and say, well, what if we just have an interpreter? Like, yeah, we just get a translator on here. Let's do it. Yeah, I think that would be fun. I think got back uh, to me right away. I love that. Like, I'm like, hey, it's Justin from Bashmania. Want to be on the podcast? We can ask him some super like obscure questions that have nothing to do with wrestling. Too. <laughs> that hopefully don't like translate completely wrong. <laughs> hopefully they do translate completely wrong. Because that happened to me at Summit One, and it like I felt awkward, even though I did nothing wrong. The girl from Egypt that won, mm-hmm. I asked her like what it meant to be a mother and have success with your daughter being able to. I think I told this story already on this podcast. Like. What, what it means for your daughter to see your success. <laughs> She's like, I'm training every day, twice a day for the Olympics. <laughs> yeah. Like, okay, best of luck. <laughs> that was a super deep question that you answered with. I'm training twice a day. All right. <laughs> la- la- language barrier. It's all right. Yeah. So that'd be cool to have Bajring on, though. Let's do it. I'd like to have, I wouldn't mind having a couple international guys on, foreign guys. And like straight up tell them like I don't root for you because I'm a straight American only, but you're an amazing wrestler. You don't need to tell them that you don't root for them. <laughs> you don't need to tell them that you do either. But, but, but if they if they came on this podcast, I would root for them under an American wrestler. Okay. Like if Zane makes the Olympic team and Zane doesn't win and Bajrang comes on the podcast, I'm rooting for Bajrang. That's fair. That's fair. That's very fair. Yeah. I'm cool with that. Yeah. So that that's that's pretty much everything I had in a nutshell. I'm about out of coffee, so. Um, as far as Chenzo on the mat, you're not competing until the last chance, right? Yes. Last chance is next. Um, if we find out when and where that is, let me know. <laughs> I don't, and I don't think people are asking me. I don't think there's going to be any more events until last chance at this point. I don't. I don't think so either. We're getting to that point where it's pretty close. I mean, there's tournaments overseas and stuff like that. Um, I know Mark Hall's going to Italy. Um, Yeah, we're sending like 15 pretty mm -hmm. good guys. We were sending like 12 women and only four are going. I don't know what happened. Um, UWW put out a entry list and there was like a lot of our best women. And then USA Wrestling put something out last night. And they're like, psych. Yeah, psych. Just four. Psych. So just, all, just kidding. <laughs> all the men that were originally going are still going. Joe Clone's the only one who's not. But Nick Soriano is going. Tyler Graf and Ethan Lisiak at sixty-one. McKenna at sixty-five. Alec Pantelio at seventy. Burroughs at seventy-four. McFadden at seventy-nine. Mark Hall's a heat. Miles Martin at eighty-six. Um, Pat Downey at ninety-two. Colin, we'll talk about that. That'll be our final Pat topic. Downey. Pat Downey. <laughs> Colin Moore and Hayden Zilmer at 97 and Tony Nelson 125. That's going to be awesome. That's March 4th through 7th on Flow Wrestling. I think Italy's like six hours ahead of us. So next next weekend's going to be like Italy all morning and then Big Ten's all afternoon. Let's Great go. weekend of wrestling. Um, yeah, Pat Downey. I guess we'll end the show with this. Pat Downey is back. The Lizard King has returned. Did you see he posted a picture with 6ix9ine? That was yeah, crazy. Yeah, out of that nowhere. Was, that was so funny. Um, I'm excited to see what he got. I'm a wrestling-wise. I'm a sucker for a good redemption story. I am just I'm a sucker come for on, a come on. Come I'm, on now. I'm a sucker for a comeback story. This kid was canceled, gone, 
and now he's back. I'm interested to see how this plays out. Anybody, anybody could do that. Yeah, but how many people get canceled and come back? If I wanted to, I could go get canceled right now, and then I'll, and then and then I'll and then I'll be and then I'll be back. Like it's not that hard. You say some say some stupid crap. Oh, it's very easy to get canceled, but and like, then and then you just wait it out. But he was also like before he got canceled, he was like one of the biggest villains in wrestling that everybody yeah. wanted to see. Wrestle Taylor, how's he gonna do here? What's he gonna do there? So the fact that he's back adds that added element. Like, I'm here for it. Yeah, I'm intrigued to see how his wrestling is. Yeah, 100%. And if his reinstatement letter basically said that he requested his reinstatement of his membership in USA Wrestling, I'm a changed man. I was dealing with substance abuse. I was dealing with this. I was dealing with depression. I'm in Florida now. New gym, new training Mm -hmm. people, new coaches, new everything. I'm feeling better. And that's good for him, too. So, like, if he's he's a good athlete. Yeah. If he can, you know, he's another one of those guys. If he's on, like, you know, if he's on the ball, like, he's pretty good. Yeah, I, he gets he gets a lot of heat because he says and does stupid crap, which rightfully I mean, so, <laughs> rightfully rightfully so. But he's that doesn't make him not a good athlete, though. Correct. He just hasn't been able to get out of his own way. Mm-hmm. So if he's around people who, and sometimes it's just, you know, the people. I don't think the people he were was around at the NJRTC were bad for him, but the change of scenery now is just seems to be going good for him. So I don't know. I'm excited about it. He's back. He's competing at 92 and people are asking also why 92 the Mateo Pelicone, each country can only send three people. So Mark Hall and Zahid and miles Martin all said they were in, so he couldn't go to 86. So he said, fine, I'll go at 92, man. I want to see those three wrestle too. That's going to be exciting. 86, that'll be awesome. Let's go, Mark. <laughs> I, I wanted. Hey, I wanted, we are we are not biased on this show, but let's no, go Mark, but let's go, Mark Hall. No bias right. at all, um, especially if you just sat through us talking about Penn State for a half hour. There is no bias. Um, I am surprised. Oof. Two things. One is that I. I get Downey going 92 because 86 is full full. I don't know why these other guys are doing non-Olympic weights. My only thought would be like, like Pan- Pantaleo. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know why he's going 70. My only thought would be is if he wants the training experience, because the open mm. and the world team trials are going to be the non-Olympic weights. That's the only thing I can think of. Yeah. Probably just for the international experience. I also really wanted DT to go to this event because allegedly, as Donnie said, if David goes, he's going. We'll allegedly well yeah, david's we'll not going now that's what i mean we'll have to yeah. wait and see for, yeah you know summer whatever i was hopeful that we would see that match yeah um, me too but yeah next weekend's gonna be a lot of good good wrestling um i i tweeted out the schedule they're also on my rockfin on rockfin.com slash bashamania if you want to go on there, all every, I, a lot of the articles are free. I just can't ever find the information, so I post a lot of it there. So if you're like me, you want it, it's on there. Also, uh, hand wash your coffee mugs, everybody. Yeah, hand wash them. I hand wash. My hand wife wash wrote notes. Way. Yeah, I think I'm next time going to do laser etched because those are like indestructible. So freaking 
Luke Gardner immediately sends me a picture of his with like the stuff like washed off. And I was like, did you put it in the dishwasher? And he goes, <laughs> I, I read the note that was in there. He goes, oh, that's what that was for. And I was like, yeah, it says hand wash. <laughs> oh my gosh. He's like, he's like, dude, he's like, you guys should have notes in here that say hand wash. I'm like, we do. We do. Like, <laughs> we'll, there, li- we'll send, there literally we'll, is. We'll send him another one. So now he doesn't have a mug. No, he does. It's just like it's washed off. This this part's just a little washed off. I'm gonna make a note right now. Rebecca, send Luke Gardner a mug. How about so Becca's just getting into folk style wrestling because initially, well, COVID, so everything's been canceled. But a lot of the people, whether it's like bash clients or people she meets, are on the freestyle scene, senior level. So she started right. watching freestyle. So now she's like watching a little bit of Penn that's State. that's weird. Yeah, that's weird. Freestyle fan For, first, right? That's now weird. learning folks like why is that guy riding someone? That's weird. Probably so really interesting perspective. Yeah. So f- funny thing, she's watching Penn State with me, and she goes, "Um, that kid, I think I know him from somewhere or something along those lines." I'm like, "What are you talking about? The name looks really familiar." I'm like, who? Luke Gardner. Yeah, like, you know that name from like you just sent him a coffee mug. That's yeah. where it's from. I knew it. <laughs> do you see his? Do you see his cradle? I did. It's just yeah. like the, that, the Jason the Jason Nolf headstand. Where does that even come from? So it just gets some momentum. So that yeah, like, I figured out after. Like, where did mm, it come from? Like, who started I, that? I, he probably saw he probably saw Nolf do it once. Honestly, it, that but, was sick. Yeah, but if he didn't get that, he would look so stupid. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, it it worked out for the best. By the way, what is his tattoo? Um I couldn't make it out. Like it's it's Saint Michael, the one on his arm. Yeah, the big yeah. one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's it's not Captain Morgan. It's uh <laughs> it's Saint Michael. Yeah, I saw that, couldn't make it out. So we'll get we'll get Luke another mug. Anybody <laughs> else, go buy go buy some mugs, go buy some t shirts, bashmania.com. Subscribe to the podcast. Subscribe everywhere. Apple, Spotify, Rockfin. Where's your Rockfin channel? Is that coming soon? Yeah, it's uh, it's coming soon. Is it published yet? Can people go subscribe to it? No, I I'm kind of putting a few things on hold. Okay, so that's uh, that's in one the, of them. In the meantime, subscribe to Bashmania and Rockfin. You can and then go back and watch the other episodes that you haven't seen yet. And then and then unsubscribe and then resubscribe. Yeah, please. And then watch and then watch them again. Yeah. And then unsubscribe and then I don't know when NLWC will do another event, but subscribe to them when they do another event. Mm-hmm. I think it's going to be a while now. Probably a few months. At least. And then yeah. what? Do you do them all summer long? I don't know. I mean, I don't see why not. If if you know, if we're getting the money in that we can be bringing in like, you know, if we're making yeah. enough money from it, then I don't see why not. Especially as everybody's prepping for the world team trials, like especially the non-Olympic weights where guys are, I think top five at the open qualify for the world team trials. So you're going to have guys trying to stay fresh. I can't, I think the world team trials are September. I think so. All right. That's all I got. That's coffee talk episode, like one Oh three. Something like that. And a half episode one Oh three and a half. Episode 103 and a half. That's an episode. See ya.
And that is it for today's episode. Thank you so much for tuning in. I hope you enjoyed this conversation as much as I did. If you did enjoy this episode of the podcast, be sure to leave a five-star rating review on Apple Podcasts and be sure to subscribe so you don't miss out on more episodes. For more wrestling content, be sure to follow Bash Mania on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And follow me. I'm at JBash on Instagram and at Justin J. Bash on Twitter. And the beat goes on.